I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Business Cast, where I talk to people from big businesses and ask them about the most important thing in life. It's business. We've got we've got Chris from Snickers and Knickers, the only place in the world that supplies chocolate and knickers together. Chris, what's the key to your success? Uh, it's selling chocolate bars and knickers at the same time. No one's ever thought of it. Fatty Snickers and those pants that clearly don't fit, Chris. This has been a ruse. Hold on a minute. This isn't a podcast about business. It's small screen 90s with me, AMJ, and him. Chris Barnes, do you think anyone ever turns off because they think they've put on the wrong thing? I think if someone thinks, oh, actually, this does sound like a legitimate podcast based on business, uh, it's a bit like working London. I, I'm not, I'm, well, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about, let's, how are you? Let's start with that. I'm good. I've got a gig tomorrow. I wish we recorded it after done the gig so I could tell you how it went. It went brilliantly. I am the best MC that the world has ever seen. Wow, that is uh, that was a weird noise I made when you said that. Sorry, that hot chocolate went down the wrong hole. Uh, <laughs> wow, I, I, I believe in you. Uh, Jeff Edison told me that Edison I'm the best, best, I'm the best MC he's ever seen. Well, Jeff Edison told me the same thing, and I'm holding on to that, Chris. I'm holding. Oh on no, to he, that. T- he told me first. I've not got much left in this industry. My I've day started out. off sad. I had to fix <laughs> this, a Hoover this morning. This don't work. Because no one knew what you said before the show started, so no that one didn't make any know. sense. No. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> All that makes sense is the nineties, and it's the stonker of a week. It is, yes, it is a stonker of the week. Sorry, you <laughs> you stopped like you were about to go. Let's go. You're getting married this week. Can we talk about that? We are. That's exciting times, isn't it? Best man, it's not me, is it? Because I'm not coming That's to the wedding. I'm only going to the evening do. Don't, don't, don't do that to me. I'm only coming to the evening do. I'm not not, not that respected as a as a co-host. They're like, yeah, you can come, but technically, it's yeah, you being let off. Like you can come to the party at the end. Like yes, that's what I want. That's, that's the best bit anyone wants from a wedding, isn't it? Really? Mm. Isn't well, it? it takes so long, doesn't it? <laughs> don't comment on any of this if you don't want to. Take yeah. takes forever. 
All you need to do, go go to the church, have a service, sign the papers, then go back there. Don't shake their hands on the way in. Why? I don't understand you have to do that for. Get to the speeches, get the food out, and then have the party. Don't Not everyone has to speak as well. Are you saying you'd cut out the wedding aspect of the wedding? <laughs> no. Is this what this really is? Is that the bit that you're not a big fan of? Do you know the worst bit? The wedding. It's about the party afterwards. The wedding goes on a bit of a long time. I was just in a registry office, so it's not going to be a church one. But, yeah, it's crazy, man. No, I don't like guests have to wait around a lot of the time. It's like, well, get on with it. Well, you on. don't. You just turn up in the evenings. I know. But if you go to a, a wedding, or if you were Joseph Bartram, friend of the show. This is Brad from Friend of the Show. We were at my brother's wedding doing Oops Upside Your Head yeah. and uh, someone threw a bowl of Ferrero Rocher onto the dance floor. And while da- doing the dance for um, Oops Upside the Head, he Thank smashed it on the... Me. <laughs> he, he smashed it on the ground. So I'm up near, up near the front, and all I saw was this Frau Roche just roll past me on the floor, and I was like, oh, I know he did that. It's obvious he did that. What's <laughs> he do? Were you doing whoops upside your head? You go to side to side, and he oh, sort oh, of picked oh. up and went, bang! And just smashed the bowl of Ferrero Rochers. Oh, man, that's a fancy wedding with Ferrero Rochers involved. Yeah, and I also got told off for texting in the church. Who were you texting in the church? Joseph, because uh, the... The vicar said there was a toilet at the back, and I was sort of like, "Well, you're in luck, then, aren't you, son?" And I got, <laughs> I got some um, some evils from some of the other side of the family. It's like, shove off. I'm sat next to my granddad. He's not saying anything. Anyway, <laughs> well, maybe you could have made conversation with your granddad other than trying to text everyone. No, he was shot to bits then, son. He, 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 oh no, <laughs> his, his glory days are over then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was shocked a bit then, son. His glory days, he didn't know where he was. He thought I was getting married at one point. Well, yeah, well, oh, blimey. That that, that isn't true. That isn't true. He wasn't that bad. He didn't know where he was. (laughs) Actually, he didn't know where he was. We just stuck him up on the kids' table. It was fine. (laughs) These seats are small. So are you now, Grandad. (laughs) Let's... Let's let's start, shall we? Or, or I feel we're going to go into awkward territory. So, See, I thought having that conversation that you'd be awkward by that, but I'm, I'm just. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm the greatest MC in the UK. Nah, apparently Jeff Innocence told you, didn't he? He did. Did Jeff Innocence tell? Is this going to be one of those things that is there forever yeah. now? It is because you were so happy to bring it up. I was happy to bring it up. I only told you. I told you with all confidence. I didn't post it in any groups. I didn't put it on any Facebook. I just told you, and you made it into an axe to grind against me and pull out any time I'm getting out of my station. I thought of you a bit. I thought of you. I thought of you a bit tree the other day. <laughs> yeah, and you yours would be AMJ, the comedian that comes on stage and goes, "Way well, has died today." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Please come see my preview shows. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go!
You're listening to Small Screen 90s, the only podcast that asks, that asks the question, hey, remember the shows of the 90s? Wouldn't it be great if you reviewed them out of 90? And are we running out of ideas? Well, this week, people, we're back. We're back with some ideas that are so good. You'll think, how wasn't that on tomorrow's world? And I'm joined with my co-host, a legend in comedy. Some would say he's pretty damn good. It's Chris Barnes. You ready for this? I'm ready for this. Um, and we agreed that the first half won't go out, won't it? it we, we're going to delete that bit. Definitely. It'll be, be fine, mate. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about okay. a thing. Uh, so what we got first? First up, we are going, we're going to Birmingham. We're going to watch the Grimleys. <laughs> Mrs. Brown's Boys is, is officially a comedy again. This is awful. The intro of this is hideous. Like the lava lamp and just people moving. Around. You know, it's those things where someone wrote this show about the 70s. I don't think they lived in the 70s. What? Also, lava lamps and groovy writing. That's the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I get when people are listening to this saying, hey, Adam, what about those historical recreations? Going, yeah. But that wasn't in the 70s, was it? It was very, I don't know, it just felt really mean-spirited. And uh, what a waste of talent as well. Uh, let's just point out some of the stars that are in this. Uh, Brian Connolly. How can you make Brian Connolly a hated character? But he's just horrible in it. He's not yeah. like funny horrible, is it? It's like Dennis the Menace if he was generally about to go to prison. It's like my old PE teacher, Mr Tongate, but with no heart. Mr Tongate had heart. My one-legged grandmother can run faster than you, Barnsley. Barnsley's not built for speed. <laughs> I love the way I feel this is slowly turning into a therapy session this episode. <laughs> Barnsley's not built for speed. Built for Was speed. he right? And also when I told him that I'd hurt my leg and then he, I came off the field and he went, you're limping on the other one now. It's like, yeah, I am, on. Did you lie to him? I lied to him. <laughs> I wrote my own letter. We've all done it. Also, did they write this and think it's 70s based, let's shoe old in, uh, shoehorn in Noddy Older? And it's in Birmingham as well, Shift, but Noddy Older in it. I love Noddy Older. I think Slade are one of the most underestimated bands of all time ever. And I will stand by that to the end of time. But, oh, Noddy, what a waste of talent. And also, let's Neil from The Young Ones. Nigel Planner was in it, playing yes. a horrible character. Planner. Planner. He's not Nigel Planner. He's not a Sky okay. Planner. <laughs> he is a Sky Planner. <laughs> Nigel Planner was in it. Playing a guy he, who was all... he was awful as well. Some yeah, blokes he, he said to him, you, you if you want you can come and have our food and sit on our sofa. And he goes, Really? He goes, No. It's like was that a joke? I don't know. What was that? Yeah, I thought there was a lot of stuff was going, is this a joke? Do you think the people who wrote it knew what jokes were? <laughs> no. Do you think someone wrote it and come up with something? Also, the adverts in the ad break were all seventies related, which was pretty cool. Yeah, there was uh, no, I didn't write them down. <laughs> I didn't. I watched it on the train and it was just like the whole story was about the son uh, being forced to go and work in a factory. Oh, Hamlet cigarettes. Oh, Hamlet's. Oh, no, they weren't. They were cigars. Oh, cigars, sorry. 
Hamlet cigars. Benson and Hedges Hamlets. There was a joke about Uranus. Yeah, he kept laughing at Uranus. Yeah, I think when you're laughing at Uranus once is all right because it's funny to laugh at once. But when you laughed at that joke, uh, I counted six times. It kind of ruins the rule of three, didn't it? I remember the grimly curse from it. I remember I I love Brian Connolly. He used to have the Brian Connolly show because my dad was like, come and watch this. This is good. And I thought afterwards, I realised he'd never seen Brian Connolly before ever. Just (laughs) just assumed by the advert when this is going to be good. And I was like, there is no guarantee that it will be. It was awful. (laughs) Near the end of the series, he gets killed off. He gets, he does a flip and ends up landing in a spike. And basically Gordon Grimley has killed him off. And he goes, I've won. You're too old to be playing a schoolboy. Isn't there a second series? There's a third series. How? I know. I I think this was the worst sitcom I've ever seen. Also, in the pilot, I think Jack D was playing the Brian Connolly character. Don't ask me what it was called, because I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, really? Yeah, so he probably... He might have been better... Because his persona is grumpy, or he just saw the writing on the wall and thought, this is shit, and I'm leaving. It also, like, the thing is, like, there's, there's a stereotype that all PE teachers hate kids, and that yeah. stereotype is correct. But this, this stereotype <laughs> takes it to, uh, like, unnecessarily, like, evil next levels, like, of hanging kids in the air and knocking them out. It was like Mrs. Drunchball, but of PE. He, he hung him on the monkey bars and... Put a sign around him saying he's useless. And we're like, oh, really funny, isn't it? <laughs> I'll do that no more. I didn't even like Gordon. Gordon's meant to be the the good guy. And I was like, I don't like you either. I think Gordon was a bit of a dickhead. Uh, I think this might be the lowest rating show ever. It can't be, because uh, Euro Trash got nothing. I'm only going to give this two. I agree with two. I, th- I don't even think it deserves that. No, he's got two because Noddy Old is in it. Exactly. And if Noddy weren't in it, Trust me, it wouldn't be wouldn't be getting anything. Chris, where you gone? Oh, there you are. So, you so just... let's oh, sorry. lock <laughs> it in. That was quick. So that is Grimley's only getting two because uh, I would say I invite you to watch it back, but don't. What's next up? It's Spats. This was great. I'm going to overlook certain things on this. Is this our new way of reviewing it? Is that we actually just give away our opinion before we started talking? Well, this was shit. This was great. I think it was... I liked it. What was your opinions on it? I did like it. I got a bit confused. Is it Vass Blackwood, who played Dexter? I got confused and I thought Dexter Fletcher was in it, but then I realised that that's press That would make... Yeah, and... 
It was uh, the Shat Addo from Only Fools and Horses, weren't he? Oh, yeah. Which is one I... of the most important roles in TV history. Is it? I don't like that episode. Do you not like that episode? They're just stuck in the same place for the whole episode because he's doing a robbery. Oh, no, I think it was cleverly written. Well, we're not here to discuss that. We're here to talk about Spats. Also, Spats, weird name for a burger bar, isn't it? Yeah, it just makes you sound like someone's spat in it. it, is, it was, that, was that the joke that, that I clearly didn't get? No, it's probably, it, I don't know. I don't know why it's called Spats. I uh, like the intro. I like the man in the top hat dancing around on all the burgers. The, uh, the lady that wasn't English decided to say that everyone looks the same joke. I thought, well, that, yeah. no, you, can't, I, you can't do that anymore. I, I wrote racist in uh, big capitals <laughs> on that, which it was. It just, it didn't, it didn't feel comfortable. There's money in them burgers. Yeah, the, the, the guy, the shadow, uh, <laughs> he will be known for the remainder of this, uh, was going to make his fortunes working in a burger bar. And he's punching the box. <laughs> yeah, he, and he weren't happy when he was given his new uniform, was he? Well, it looks like an ice cream uniform. It does, but that's how everyone looked in the nineties when serving, didn't they? <laughs> no, they no, they didn't. Not you look not, at a McDonald's nineties uniform; it looked exactly the same except red. I'm not having this. I'm, I'm over it, did. <laughs> I'm not having I'm this. Go- I'm googling it. I'm googling yeah. it. Nineties McDonald's nineties uniform. Showing pictures that match. Yeah, it's it's similar. Yeah, but it's pink. It looks like Paddington's diadem. He does look like Paddington. He's, he's at it again. That's oh, why he that? ended up being the Grim Reaper, because he's... Uh, <laughs> all that practical jokes pushed him too far. I watched that film. It doesn't make sense. What, Paddington 2? Yeah. He's why got... doesn't Paddington 2 make sense? <laughs> I, well, no, pa- I'm not having uh, all right, All right, all right. Apart from the talking bear. All right, <laughs> I agree. I agree that that works. That's fine. He put... He's washing all of the uniforms... And he's yeah. got lots of tumble dryers, and the sock goes into one of the tumble dryers. So yeah. on, only half of the uniforms would be made pink. Yeah. In the, all of them. Right. <laughs> so that made any sense. I only worked, I watched it before, and I was like, hang on a hang minute, how do they all go pink? Only but how did you know they were like Monday's clothes? You didn't know uh, like when, when they were wearing them clothes. Oh, I'm thinking you, too you, much. Don't, you, you don't wear all your clothes that you wash, do you? No, I mean when when when, when Barnsley puts a wash on, <laughs> Barnsley puts a wash on. <laughs> wear every single item of clothing. No, I also liked uh, Knuckles McGinty saying, um, "You you have bonged to me with a bag wet." I I think the Paddington movies, and I've been quoted as saying this before, are among the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> I think the cinematography is beautiful. I think Paddington looks amazing. It's like a Wes Anderson film, doesn't it? A little bit. Which is, yeah, exactly. That's all you want. You want everything to look a bit like Wes Anderson. (laughs) Also, have you seen the new version of Pinocchio? The, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy who did Pan's Labyrinth had a go at it. Yes. Have you also seen the one that Disney have done and they thought, shall we redesign the puppet? No, let's just stick the one in from the cartoon. No one will notice. I generally thought when I left, college in the early noughties thinking if you're going to remake something the key of remaking it is reanimating it and remaking it in a way so it looks a bit different but Disney are just making the same films again but with special features they're doing the thing that everyone had a go at George Lucas for yeah what's the point (laughs) what's the point if you're not going to change it at least a bit do you know how Disney could um turn the world on them if they 
announced that they were going to remake the A New Hope. New Hope. <laughs> That's next. No, but they're going to animate Star Wars A New Hope this time. <laughs> All CGI with more Jar Jar Binks. We're going to make uh, Han Solo black, obviously. Um, yeah. He's going to have a backstory that you never heard of before. Luke Skywalker is now played by Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Luke Skywalker is now the half-brother of Leia, not the full brother. I just don't know. I think I'm getting to that point with like stuff like that, where you're watching it and going, you really, really just run it. Make something new. Come up with a new idea or a new IP. <laughs> Everything at the moment that's out there is at least 30, 40 years old. Like all the Marvel Universe, all that stuff is used again. And like, I know Disney go back to like nicking fairy tales, but fuck me, that Pinocchio, <laughs> come on, put some effort in. Yeah, Nick I mean? fairy tales, they do buy the rights for them. You're listening to Remake My Movie with, with AMJ and Chris Barnes. Everything. Like, you look at this, we're going over 90s stuff, like Turtles and all those things that we've done on this have just been done again and again and again. There's no real original IPs out there. And the ones that are original seem to do well, like Paw Patrol and stuff like that. Come up with something new, lads. Right, spats. 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 <laughs> also, a big, uh, big shout-out to the classic storyline of a snake getting loose in a burger bar. Well, I've put 90s snake pets, because you said that everyone in the 90s had a snake. He did, and he had a snake that wasn't feeling very well uh, and got loose. And cause having, and everyone was upset that they were going to get fired for letting the snake loose. It was always the same thing of um, someone is about to tell someone something, and then the other character says, "No, I don't want to hear this now." I thought you do because it's part of the plot, and it will come up later. But no, I don't want to hear it now. Oh man, have you ever been in a situation where a snake's got loose? No. Once I thought was walking down the road, and I got scared and was fell off a bike. That was pretty weird <laughs> to see that tortoise. My, my dad once uh, used to be a security guard and there was a pet shop that didn't pay any money and he went in there one day and there was a snake in there and, and, a, and a baby crocodile and it, the guy he was working with was doing the night watch and he went in there in the morning and went, where's the baby crocodile and the snake gone? Because oh, they were going to throw the RSPC out. He went, oh, don't worry about it, Phil. I'll put it in the river dower. So that, that's, that's like the ultimate kind of idea of thinking, yeah, do you know what, a baby crocodile. Also, it makes you think that working in the 80s and the 90s that you could just buy a baby crocodile from a pet shop. <laughs> Pets Probably at home. They grow quite big, didn't they? Pets at home. Do you want a crocodile? Here you go. Go and have one. All right, all right. Give it six months. Was that guy playing Rodney Trotter? I think he was playing Rodney Trotter. It had a very kind of Only Fools and Horses vibe to it, didn't it? Also, he's called Monty. And she went, oh, Monty Python. And he went, what's that? I've never heard that before. It's a great joke, though, isn't it? Also, the snake goes and escapes. The snake is clearly yeah. in everybody's eyeline when they're walking around the shop, but they keep missing it. And it's like, you would spot a snake in a room. It's, like, it's right next to him. It's like, oh, where well, could it be? Well, but, but would you? Would you spot a snake in a room? Sounds like I a could, game show for Christmas. I could, I could spot a snake in a room, I think. I don't think you could. It's like, is this new, the news where Wally, where's Wally game is? Can you spot a snake in a ring? I'm just going to, I'm going to film you. I'm going to let a cobra loose and see if you <laughs> noticed it. And it's going to be um, better. Yeah, you're going to say, this could only go badly, couldn't it? Ah, do you know what? Christmas is a bit of fun. It was a very, also, I, I need to point out as well, uh, 
good old Alex Bartet, uh, tutor at Folkestone College, another bit of his work. Are we just going through his back catalogue of? I don't think we've done it on purpose, though. That's the thing. I think he's actually in one of the episodes of this as well. Oh, we should have watched that one. I'll, I'll try and find it. He lent a video to uh, a good friend of mine called Dan of the episode he was in, which seems to be a bit weird looking back. That American woman's in it who's in Red Dwarf, but you don't see her much in anything else in the morning. You don't, don't do you? It all, when I watched this, I thought it must be the most glamorous job ever. Also, on my notes... The manager does not need an office that big to run a burger shop. <laughs> I was looking at the size of it. It looked like something from, like, a college campus. Did the regional manager bag him? Because it felt like that was on the cards. Hopefully. Hopefully she got some stress out. She was right uptight. Uh, no, 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 not that one. The other one that turned up that was just flirting with him the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully. Also, one of the other things pointed out, when I remember watching this as a kid, I was like, wow, that's definitely where I want to work when I was growing up. Yeah, but the, the, the option was McDonald's or Burger King. You, you were thinking actual spats, wasn't you? You want to work in spats. I weren't. I was thinking wimpy. I had a wimpy birthday. Everyone else had a McDonald's birthday. I had a wimpy birthday. Our McDonald's birthdays, man, were weird. Like, just taking one friend round to see the kitchen. <laughs> it's where we make the burgers. But when you're a grown up, you're tall enough you can actually just see what they're doing. You can look over, but but when you're a kid, <laughs> they let you pick your own happy meal toy, pull an ice cream. That must be annoying when you're trying to work in like the kitchen <laughs> and you just got like two kids walking around <laughs> looking at the whole of it. And I remember with like beavers once. We went to McDonald's is like a trip or a day out or something, because they've clearly run out of the ideas at the end of the <laughs> <A> year. Trip. <laughs> We went to McDonald's and had, like, this weird McDonald's party. And then they showed us all around the kitchen. And, like, part of it was taking us into the freezer and saying, oh, look how big this freezer is. It was such a weird experience. I mean, Dover, come on. Like, it shows something to the kids. Have you not been to the castle? Well, that was definitely one of the trips. But, yeah, showing us the kitchens in... uh, That McDonald's isn't there anymore. Hmm. How can a town lose a McDonald's? Oh, we've lost a McDonald's. Have you? The one at the outlet. The MacArthur Glen outlets, yes, where you can buy all your lovely things here on small screen 90s. Oh, um, what's that they noise? Were... It sounds like a bicycle, someone paddling backward, back pedaling. I think that's <laughs> what it might be. You've still got the one in the town? Yes. No, no, what happened was they were rebuilding the outlet and it took so long that they took out most of the, the food places. And now there's a Five Guys there. Very different establishment of Five Guys to a McDonald's, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. More it's expensive. Like more, exactly that. You're not getting a Big Mac in there. So we've only lost one McDonald's. We still remember it. That what, that food like outlet, that old food hall in McCarthy, Glen, was at the top. When that first opened, I remember being taken there on a day out. On a day trip with with, with the scouts going, oh, (laughs) our McDonald's is closed now. Let's go and see the big boys one. But we used to look at Ashford as like a magical place. You had McCarthy Glen out there with a food court. You had Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And like Cineworld, that had 12 screens, man. Like, we used to be so envious of everything. I remember that being, oh, look at all these screens. But it don't mean shit, does it? Because you can only watch one at a time. We've got two cinemas now. Oh, yeah, have you? Dover's got yeah. two cinemas now. Oh. Yeah. One screen and I think six 
Monday they were showing the funeral in cinemas, and uh, I thought, what about in 3D or in 4X, where they just they keep wobbling in your chair when you're watching it? Uh, I was waiting for uh, Philip Schofield to do midday money from the coffin. <laughs> I think I think that was next up. How are they not had like a prop public pasting through that? What has that man literally got to do, like, to get off? Like, do you know what? Who does he have photos on? Like, massive bellend. Like, sorry, I'm I'm not here to slag off Phil and Holly, but the man's a massive. Oh, 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 so it's not Holly's fault? No, not lovely Holly. (laughs) Do you know what though? It's like I think he feels he's untouchable. I think Phil Mm. Schofield. I'm going to say this out there: is actually the devil walking on the earth. Didn't David Beckham queue up for eight hours to go and David Beckham, yeah. David Beckham queued up for eight hours to walk past the Queen. But not, not Schofield, because he is Satan in disguise. Let's just say, if you read through the book of Revelations, uh, chapter 3, verse 7, it does mention the coming of Schofield. What is it you're... It, you know you're making a Edinburgh show about you being a superhero. Is Schofield going to be your supervillain? He is indeed. He is indeed. And let's just say this. Where has Gordon the Gopher been, eh? He's in the... He went alive and kicking. He was not alive and kicking. That would have been a beautiful segue, wouldn't it? But we're still stuck on this fact. For a show still we stuck like. On, stuck on Spats. Yeah, for a sh- we didn't like the Grimleys, and we actually talked about the Grimleys the whole time, and we liked Spats, but we talked about everything but Spats. I think it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. Uh, uh, what, what do you want to give Spats? Uh, three. Three? Yeah, well... Of 90. Yeah, well, I, I've got a ulterior motive, which is when I put the scores on the scoreboard, it'd be quite easy to change instead of them being all over the place. I don't all know. Right. Uh, 50, oh. 55, 60. Don't you ever go on like Storage Wars, please, because it, <laughs> it could be the end for you. Uh, let, 55, yeah? 55. Let's lock it in. That was Spats, a comedy about a burger bar. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, but what have we got next? Well, you know Gordon the Gopher? He used to be with Schofield, but now he's gone alive and kicking. Hey. Reusable link. So uh, before anyone does write in, he was on going live. No, 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 no. I'm not having this. They're the, both the same program. They just changed the name. It's the... yeah. They, well, they might have changed identical. the name, but then it then it means it's something different, doesn't it? No, it's it's, it's identical. Don't upset the internet. Not this yeah. side of Christmas. So Andy Peters, Emma Forbes, and John Barrowman were not on live and kicking. That was going live. No, they were on live. And, they were were on episodes of live and kicking. It had a lot of presenters did live and kicking. Yeah, yeah. So it was almost like oh, it was exactly. You don't know what life and kicking is. Just almost, it's like exactly the same thing as going live. All right, like I said, say it's the same thing. I'll, I'll put the disclaimer out there. I've covered your back. Don't All right then. Worried. All right then. I'll put I'll put this out there. GMTV. Good morning, Britain. Oh, exactly. It's exactly the same. It's got Kate Galloway on it twice. So here's the All same right, thing. Then. All right then. TVAM. Exactly yeah. the same thing as GMTV. Or well, what don't we throw out? EastEnders, exactly the same thing. It's Coronation Street. No, because that doesn't work. No, what the rule is... It does, is it does. It, it does no, it's no, a different thing. No, the rule is, is that you replace a show with exactly the same show. But there is an exception to the rule, which is Big Breakfast changed with Rise. Rise was not the Big Breakfast. No, it was very much different from the Big <laughs> Breakfast, uh, which is why it didn't succeed. It was the Rise and indeed the Fall... Of Rise. Uh, what's going on? Where are we? <laughs> Trevor and Simon. I love Trevor and Simon. Uh, we don't do duvets. We don't do duvets. If you'd like to listen to a two-hour-long interview with Trevor and Simon, uh, the link will be available uh, in the comments when I interviewed them for my short-lived podcast, Stories from the Circuit. I had a tape of them for Red Nose Day. I've and got that tape. Tape. The joke on it is, um, do you like good music? Do you like Chesney Hawks? Which <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> also, on that on that podcast, we talk about them tapes for a good ten minutes. Ah, because I've listened to it. That's what I mentioned it for. Yeah, it was a good. It, it was very much like Trevor and Simon are those kind of when they hit gold, they're brilliant. Like the, when they're playing the characters that are clearly bros. What, <laughs> what, 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 what sunshine? Oh. Sunshine. We're the Beatles. No, no, we're not. <laughs> I just love sketch, sketch comedy done well. It's beautiful. No, you like good 
Oh, I've said it. <laughs> I've just, I've just, read, just said it already. <laughs> On this episode oh. of Live and Kicking was Lionel Blair doing line dancing. Blobber job. Can we can we just point yeah. out as well of going like, how do we keep kids away from SMTV? We need a big name, a big name. Who you got? Lionel Blair. Doing line dancing with the leprechauns. <laughs> Did the leprechauns replace Trevor and Simon? Uh, I, I don't think so. Oh, I thought they did. No, I think they they were original. Well, the leprechauns themselves changed. Uh, they started out being uh... racist, and then they wasn't racist anymore. <laughs> I don't think that's what I was about to say. But thank, I've lost no. your face on the Zoom call. <laughs> uh, they started up. Well, they changed one, didn't they? Because they were both men, and all of a sudden, one was a woman, which. Look very yeah. much like one of the male puppets with a wig. But I don't think they replaced <laughs> it. They tried to replace Trevor and Simon with like this triple act and it just didn't work. Oh, yeah. They were doing a sketch about being in a classroom, being teachers. Yeah. To be and... honest, we have to be honest about this. It was two hours. Me and Adam skipped through the two hour show and watched some of the highlights. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. The highlights for me were Lionel Blair and uh, Mr. Blobby. Uh, blobber job where he went to decorate Robbie Williams's house because when you've got a Mr. Blobby costume, uh, keep at it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you've got it. a costume, keep wearing it, Batman. Keep wearing it. Also, Quack Attack, which <laughs> I always remember being Hugo the Troll. Oh, well, it might have been. They might might have been a different. Yeah, they updated it. Up duck, left duck, down duck. Ow. Al Crap was that kid on it, though, where he just didn't understand the concept and kept eating the dolphin. So there's someone with a remote control while the kid's talking, just pressing the buttons when he tells him where to go. Yeah, obviously. It was almost... It's not voice activated. It was really, really like it looked it looks dated now, but I reckon it would have looked a bit dated then as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like when everyone had PS2s and they still had on telly 8-bit kind of... Um, uh, also, one of the star prizes was a box of Winnie the Pooh crackers. Uh, because that's a Disney. That's Disney. It's Disney. Can't have Disney. You can't have Disney and Pooh. You can now, because the Pooh uh, uh, copyright is run out. That's why there's a horror film with Winnie the Pooh in it. Well, don't worry. They're, well, they've turned it into a musical, haven't they? They'll probably remake that in terrible CGI in a few years. <laughs> Winnie the oh, shit. I've done that oh, joke before. Wait. Oh, that's so 0891 I remember that. I, I was singing along with it as well. And but one of the weird things as well, I thought, you know what? I'm going to ring it. So I did. And <laughs> did uh, it it's, it's not connected to anything anymore. Oh. So uh, I thought, oh, I could play that on the podcast. That'd be fun. But no, it's not. Get it off your, get it off your hat. What? Can I just say I'm enjoying like reading your notes and going, what? What were you? Uh, where, where one caller refers to him as Andi Peters. Andi Peters. Uh, I'd like to ask Andi Peters about his uh, slung, I think. What was uh, swing your pants? It's when they swung their pants round. Oh. It used to be swing your pants, swing your pants, didn't it? Did it? I yeah. I remember the footer. We are come from the footer. Ooh. <laughs> The footer. Good, goodie bye, goodie bye. <laughs> did it make you feel nostalgic? It did. Also, nowadays, kids don't have like Saturday morning live entertainment, do they? It's all Netflix now, isn't it? 
my ultimate plan. And when I achieve this, I'm going to leave entertainment, which a few people will be over the moon with, is to bring back Live and Kicking. It's an adult show in the evening. Just a night out that's pure Live and Kicking. So what you're going to do is you're going to take a franchise that is already going and you're going to remake it into something new. Do you know how hypocritical you are? Well, one, it's not been going and hasn't been going for about 20 years. No, it's not the point. No. I've not made the same thing and put it on a similar channel. I'm just going to put it in a nightclub somewhere. Ah. And three, I haven't got a point three, but if I did, it would have been great. Who's going to host it? Me. I'm going to call the night Mimo and you're going to be on it too. Do you want to be in it? Mimo? I thought it would be the Live and Kicking Revival. Well, I can't call it that, can I? No. No, if you buy the rights to it. I'm buying the fucking rights to Live and Kicking. <laughs> I'm just going to use the Miss It Miss Out thing. How much money do you think I've got? Buy the rights to Live and Kicking. <laughs> well, go and contact Zoe Ball or Fixton and say, <laughs> who, do you know who owns the rights to Live and Kicking? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm going to ring up Jamie Feakston now. Do you know what? I'll, I'll put that on my to-do list for things to do. Ring Heart Radio to speak to Jamie Feakston about licensing issues with live and kicking. Could you not just uh, swip it, swap it round and call it kicking in live? I could call it live SM kicking, SM TV kicking. Yeah, you get... You get going live, SMTV live, and live and kicking, and you put them all together, and you go, "Oh no, it's a parody." I think it's a great idea. Wonky, wonky, uh, uh, gopher. <laughs> wonky gopher. <It> doesn't <laughs> yeah, Gordon the gopher could be the key, like for it not to rhyme. Yeah, you keep getting kids to ring in, and they keep trying to make it rhyme, and you just keep yelling at them because it doesn't rhyme. It's not meant to rhyme. It's a wonky gopher, man. <laughs> I think, I think it's the greatest thing I've ever come up with. You could be in it if you want. What was Animal Rescue? They dressed up as animals <laughs> and ran around. And, uh... I, weren't, I weren't about that. Also, uh, on Hit Mission Maybe, can we point out the elephant in the room? Who was on that? I didn't see. Who was on it? Rolf Harris. Sun arise. Bring in the morning, sun arise, bring in the morning, fluttering the skirts all around. Sun arise, she come with the dawning, sun arise, come with the dawning, spreading all the light all around. Ah. <laughs> Uh, slightly problematic person nowadays. What was he? What was he a guest? Yeah, he was guest judging the singles on if it's a hit, a miss, oh, or maybe. Oh, I missed that bit. You I watched watch Cloud Nine, where she rang up a girl and said, "Do you like hairdressing? Do you want to yeah. do some hairdressing?" A bit on Cloud Nine, weren't it? And also, uh, what was their kind of version of CDUK that really wasn't as good? Oh, Electric Circus. Electric Circus of going. Just have a rest, lads. No, no, Take no, no. No, no, how dare you? Uh, Gail Porter is doing the best that she's been given. <laughs> <laughs> they reviewed Babe Pig in the City. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen Babe Pig in the City. Oh, that's 90s, isn't it? 
I, I, I honestly... Bay is what we've got to do. Bay pig in the city. I'll do Bay pig in the city. Yes. It's not got, like, the original cast in it. I say the original cast. I mean the human cast. I know the pig is not real. Is the pig real? It talks. No, of course it's not real. Yeah, but the actual pig is real in Babe, isn't it? No, not all of it. What do you mean? Some of it is. It's not based on a true story where a pig became... (laughs) 1998, yes, yes, that's going on the list. (laughs) Babe, pig in the city. What a terrible... I've never seen it, so I can't call it terrible, but I'm guessing it's not as good as Babe. He decides they go on a plane and they, they go to the city. Is there a scene at the end where all animals run loose in the city? I can't remember. I can't remember what happens. I remember. I just know that. I know the title's funny. <laughs> it's happened again. Anyway, Electric Circus no, was, 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 was <laughs> Electric Circus. <laughs> the excitement is well, Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know that it's good. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Electric Circus, Gail Porter's doing the best that she can in your eyes. Yeah, she did all right. She did all right. But, like, when you're up against CD UK <laughs> and, like, Countdown UK, as in compact disc, not just loads of CD men going to weird places in Soho. No, the CD men talking about music was on Hit, Miss or Maybe. that's why he gets the big monies Uh, shall we lock this in yes how how many points do we give it well I want to give it 70 I think 70 is good wow so let's lock it in Locked in. Should we have a bit of bully? Hey, it's bullseye. start the review of this my highlight of edinburgh was a woman coming up to me saying uh do you know where jim bowen is playing tonight and i was like excuse me it's like i don't think jim bowen is on because he's sadly passed away i went no we've got tickets me and the husband to see jim bowen and i was like no no you haven't got tickets to see jim bowen this went on for five minutes to show me tickets to jim owen and we had a good laugh a very different gig it did make me laugh. Just this old couple thinking, we're really looking forward to seeing Jim Bowen. Well, it's not the stupidest thing you can hear in Edinburgh, which is, what time does the two o'clock gun go off? 
<laughs> R three. Mind the rubbish. Theme tune. First off, sixty points straight away. Sixty points. Also, intro animation. A lot of effort has gone there. I'm going to be honest with you. This is the funniest moment I've ever seen on television ever. Jim Bowen opens the show with we received a letter talking about when we were playing on a Manchester dartboard and someone's written in from far away who uh, is a prisoner of war and are there to make their own dartboard out of barbed wire. A rubber tree. A rubber tree. And they're just cancelling it out. He's not said anything. And talks to the contestants. No, no, no. He goes, well, today we were using a proper one. And then, <laughs> let's be the contestants. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was one of those, oh, this is a nice story. And he was a prisoner of war. Go, what? I, oh, Mark. But, like, because Jim Bowen, not Jim Bowen, has no expression whatsoever uh, on his face. Uh, it was just, ah, oh, it really, I watched it three times, that intro. And it was just like, how how is he saying that without any, like, sense of, it's quite sad, isn't it, a prisoner of war? All right. Uh, so we're having a nice time here as well, down in Nottingham. Look, we've got a letter here. Just first of all, do you remember last year we showed you the Manchester dartboard? It was a, a different dartboard from normal. Well, now, we've got a letter here, and this letter's from... A, just listen to this. This is from Sid Sheldrick of Dagenham. And he was a prisoner of war, and they were so desperate to play darts that they, they actually made a dartboard out of a rubber tree, cut a section out and made a dartboard, used the barbed wire to make the circles to play the game. Isn't that incredible? That's marvellous, that. Thanks for that letter, anyway. That's really nice. We're playing with the proper dartboard tonight. Let's welcome our contestants on Bullseye. Now, we've watched some uh, game shows with rubbish hosts, but Jim is a rubbish host, but the level of rubbishness is so rubbish that it makes it good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, though, like, because like, I'm watching him. He's, he's, not, he's not a baker. He's no, not he got any sense of enthusiasm whatsoever. But he somehow is lovable. Hello? Yes. Sorry, I, I went away for a sec there. But somehow, it, like, everyone's still... He's just great. Have you ever seen him do stand-up? No. Oh, well, maybe on The Comedians. There is a live special, yes. and he is just brilliant on it. Oh, oh, he tells a story about uh, Bullseye. I'll send it to you. It's a really good 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, man. The guy's a legend. He was just... I don't know if that intro was a piss take or not. I hope it wasn't, because it was delivered so beautifully. Well, the audience is from Mrs Brown's boys. There's not a young person in the audience. Yeah, but we're remembering it's the 90s, and like if we're going back to, like, people looked a lot older back then. Yeah, they're all 27 in the audience. They're all 27 with their flat caps. They've been down it, the mine since they were four. And they did a mother-in-law joke. Yeah, you've got to do mother-in-law jokes, ain't you? Ah, my mother-in-law, lovely woman. Was it Tony Mott from Muswell Hill? It was into tin. So it turns out he, he works in the dustbins. That's how old it was. Dustbins <laughs> were made of tin. Works and in the tin industry. Tom, Tommy and Jerry, but obviously it's Tom and Jerry, isn't it? Sorry, we had to do that. You've changed your name because we didn't want to bring it up. Oh, I'm going to bring it up anyway, that you're Tom and Jerry. I, I, I thought the hosting, like, 
It's weird when they do that, that thing, though, isn't it? Where they talk to, like, the contestants and they ask them what they do for a living and no one really cares. So you've got to kind of really go for it. But he did it in a way where he clearly didn't care but got away with it. I know someone who's been on The Chaser. Yeah. And uh, when they ask you what you do with the money, everyone says holiday, and they say, don't say holiday. Say something else, because Bradley just gets bored by anyone just saying holiday. You have to come up with something else. What would you say? What would you do if, like, if you won all the money? Uh, I'm going to invest in my own comedy club um, and uh, <laughs> Lord Sugar. I'm going to be having a sport one that uh, I can put on any time I want. And, uh... You're not going to invest it in my great ideas to put on Saturday morning entertainment is live nights out. If I can get that night locked in to something, like if I if I get someone to go, do you know what? That's a good idea. You up for it? Well, you've nicked my idea as well. I've not nicked your. How have I nicked your idea? Sorry, well, because I, I wanted my voice is so high. Because <laughs> I told you ages ago that I wanted to do TF TF TFG Friday, where yeah. Trevor Fielder just hosts uh, TF5 Friday. <laughs> yeah, live. Yeah. Well, I haven't nicked it. <laughs> I haven't done it. I may have mentioned subtly that it's a great idea. And I thought, I'm having that. What I did is, it's the industry, darling. It's the industry. So, bullseye. If you don't snooze, you lose. <laughs> bullseye. Bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. He was my favourite character in the Oliver. Now, faces. Bullseye. I just show someone's face and say, who's this? Oh, it's John Alumley. Right. Can I- can we just point out the bus conductor whose hobby was collecting 45s and he had 10,000 45s all around the house? No, no. Jim went, I thought they must be all around the house. He's like, yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> What's an observation? Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it weren't his strong point, old Jimmy boy. And there's uh, this short biz. This is, well, I just really don't want to turn this into just us redoing Peter K. Uh, I do. That's the drink. That's my next show. <laughs> They're Peter Lard or something that does um, Seagull Nights. <laughs> Seagull Nights. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, uh, there's two. There's one. Oh, I've got to be careful on this. There's one who just does the material of Peter Kay. And there is another one who writes material in a style of Peter Kay, <laughs> which I don't think is as bad is outright nicking stuff. If you're that good at writing, why don't you just write your own stuff and be your own person? I, I guess that the, the argument for that <laughs> is a two and a half grand a gig. It's Disney, it's Disney, isn't it? It's the name value. It's the name value. And like people love Peter Kay. There's loads, isn't there? There's a Lee Evans tribute now as well and Trevor Fielder tribute. Yeah, well, that, oh, I just love to watch that. It's just, it's just me every Christmas. <laughs> We're out again. <laughs> That's spelling. Can you spelling. spell? Can you spell asphyxiation, which means you can't breathe? Which it don't mean just... that, does it, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Why his eyes pop out? But I, it was very odd. It, it just if if this was like, do you remember when they tried to bring it back after? Like, if people are listening to this and don't remember how big Peter K was, like there was a point where Peter K was massive, like absolutely huge. And uh, they, they tried to bring back Bullseye, but Peter Kay wouldn't do it. 
to Dave Spikey host it. Do you know, I didn't even realise that connection until you just said it then. Oh, it's exactly when they sat there and gone through all of them and going like, I can't get... Could you... Morehouse would have probably been a better host for it, but I reckon he'd be too enthusiastic. They've brought it back a lot. Anton Deck brought it back for their game show. Alan Carr brought it back, and I was so excited when Alan Carr was going to bring it back, and I thought they're going to relive the glory days, and I thought, oh, no, this is too polished. You can't have this. (laughs) It won't be that on Adam's live nights. Tony on the hockey. Tony on the hockey. Uh, they had a charity throw with Mike Gregory. Has anyone got a bronze bully? I haven't got a bronze bully. I wish I did. I I remember for a brief period of time, like when when I was an entertainer, have a drink now, people. Uh, we we got the license to kind of a knockoff bullseye, and I hosted a bullseye type show, and it was possibly up there with me, MC in wrestling. The worst thing I've ever done in my life. Why? Because no, none of the audience were interested. Like, it's good to watch on the telly, but it's not a night out, is it? Watching a man throw a dart into a dartboard, asking someone the question. And we didn't have the budget. If you thought the budget was bad on Bullseye, I think we were giving away a teddy. And, like, if the rest of the room aren't playing along, it, it was just, yeah, it was shocking. So what happened when you commentated on the wrestling? Well, I don't know anything about wrestling. So uh, they gave you didn't me, know like, any of the moves. No, so they gave me a printout and like just diagrams and like you love wrestling and like you understand like it takes a while to understand. It's like, oh, he's got him in headlock. Oh, he's hitting him now. Oh, he's hitting him hard. Oh no, he's jumping on him. And it was just it, it was embarrassing, man. And I did that three times before they found anyone. You say that there's the professional wrestling at the moment and they've got three commentators and one of them obviously has come from a different background and he just goes, oh, that was bad what they did. And it's like, you have no idea what any of their moves are whatsoever. But but it was so obvious, I didn't know, man. Like It was to the point of just that thing of going like, and then when they went, oh, we, we didn't want to take it off you. And so like, but, but I was hit at it. <laughs> Is that the world that we live in? That, oh, Adam's going to be up. Like, I was over the moon. Who did they give it to? Someone who actually had watched it before. But, but the, well, well, it only did one more week after that, and they gave it to another guy who was too enthusiastic with it <laughs> and wasn't going with what they were saying because they come to you and they have a chat. And, like, the thing is, it was a bit of fun because at one point they were picking me up and throwing me down uh, for bad commentating. I just, just didn't enjoy it. It weren't for me. So, bullseye. <laughs> Worst possible person to do that gig. Bullseye. In one, a television with remote control. Oh. In two. Oh, a personal stereo. In three, golf clubs. In four, scales. In five, mountain bike. In seven, tools. In eight, a uh, hairdryer. And uh, some fishing stuff. And Bully's special prize, a VHS player. Special prize! VHS players now look like it's something that's bigger than everything in your living room, in your tech department. It How is. big did that video player look? Well, if you think about that, like Netflix is just your computer with Wi-Fi all put in and that's it. You don't need any cassettes or or the player. <laughs> it's this week I had to use a proper computer and it's like, oh, you have to plug in all these things. I didn't, I forgot about all the things that you have to plug in. 
Why did you have to use a proper computer? You made that I'm, sound like... I'm fixing someone's computer. I'm used to using laptops. And like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's got a monitor and it's got the box and it's got the uh, the hard drive. You have to plug the hard drive in and it's got a plug on it for some reason. Was it from Time Computers? It wasn't from Time. No, it's from Dell. Is it? Is it a Gateway 2000? <laughs> it's not Gateway 2000. <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself a nice Gateway 2000 computer, have you? So anyway, getting back to what we're talking about... <laughs> Bullseye. That Chris um, is flushing out on his Gateway 2000. <laughs> How pissed off did Jim look when they said, do you want to gamble? And he's like, no, actually, we said we wouldn't gamble. And they walked off. It's like, you pricks, just gamble. Apparently, like, because, like, in the special that he did, they give him the money anyway so that they do gamble on a few occasions. Oh, what they say? Oh, oh, oh so he, he thinks exactly the way I thought he did was sort of like, oh, come on, just finish the come show on. properly. Just finish the show properly. Ah, we're not going to get. I've had a lovely day. <laughs> and then the other two teams are drawn, so they had to do a, a draw to see who got the scored the most. And then in the end, they didn't even win it anyway. It's very. It was just a bit. It wasn't exciting, was it? It was because I was hoping for the speedboat. I was like, please be a speedboat. And then it wasn't. It was a caravan. I was like, oh. Even better. <laughs> even better. Like you want speedboat, and they give you caravan. <laughs> I've just realised we've seen the inside of his house, haven't we? Because we watched through the keyhole and it was yeah. Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen had a very 90s house. We lived in the 90s. That's what happens if you live in the 90s. You get a yeah, 90s but, house. Yeah, but I live in the noughties. I wouldn't say my house looks like a noughties house. Well, no, you, you live in the 2010s, so you're <laughs> living live 10 years 20... behind. <laughs> I'd say some things look like they're old as fuck. Like me, for example. So what are we giving Bullseye? I want to give it... 80. You want to give it 80? It's brilliant. <laughs> All right. Can, can we give it 75? No. All right, let's give it 80. <laughs> you know, you're easily swayed, aren't you? I am. I've got sausages in the oven. Yeah. So let's... Lock. It. In. Uh, well, that was Small Screen 90s. If you've enjoyed what you've listened to, more for you, idiot. No, I'm joking. If you have enjoyed what you're listening to, please give us a review. They really do help make the show. And yeah, five stars. If you're going to give it four stars, just just don't, don't bother. Uh, I'm doing some live oh. shows. I'm doing a working process called The Adder. Uh, check out the dates for those very soon. What? Sorry, I oh. cut you off there. Oh, I'm doing Stooges in Greenwich. We'll probably go out. Oh, indeed. Go and stream live. Don't miss out on Trevor Feelgood live and uh, live and kick in uh, live comedy nights coming very soon. <laughs> bye bye, everyone. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.